Hi, I'm Anna Winter. Do you love listening to Low Profile? There are several ways you can support this show. You can sign up for flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash lowprofile at the cost of a cup of coffee once a month. If you join the Patreon community, you can get advanced episode releases, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and early access to merchandise. If you can't contribute financially, it always helps if you tell a friend about your favorite episodes, share about Low Profile on social media, subscribe for free on your favorite podcast platform, and give us a rating and review whenever you listen. Low Profile also receives in-kind support thanks to these independent Olympia businesses. San Francisco Street Bakery, Schwartz's Deli, Rainy Day Records, Old School Pizzeria, and Schurler Easy Premium Shitty American Lager from Three Magnets Brewing Company. And most of all, thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. Now, let's get to today's show. What's up, buddy? Markley here. It's April 1st, which is a very special day to a lot of people, so here is a very special bonus episode of Low Profile. Amazingly, I landed an interview with the famously reclusive recording artist Dick Heaven. How I was able to pull this off is beyond me. He apparently hasn't even had a conversation with anybody, on or off the record, in a decade and a half. You can imagine my utter dismay when I found out the only time he had available was during my previously scheduled bubble bath. Thankfully, the L.A. comedian Aviva Siegel answered the call. I knew I could trust her to do the interview, as I'm a big fan of her podcast Ad Wizards and her live comedy show Talkies. While I washed myself clean, Aviva got into the dirt about Dick's history and the creative process that brought us classics like Nightmare Brigade and If I Wrote the Book. Dick Heaven spoke to Aviva from his home in Western Massachusetts. spoken to anyone in quite a long time. Why is that? No one has spoken to me. I, I really don't think I've engaged in conversation in many years. So so you would speak to people just you have not you haven't been approached. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Isn't that weird? It's sad. It's a little sad. But no, I feel great no. talking to you. Yeah. Oh, good. It's, it's like, like uh, it's like some Tin Man's or something. Yeah, like Add, adding the oil in there. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, last name Heaven. That's a family name, or? Well, it's um, a given name. I have a certain swagger, and. There's Dick Cavett, there's Dick Clark, there's Dick Van Dyke, and, and nowadays they're all Jimmies, so it's the same mm. thing, just a different name. And, uh, you know, same idea. And it was sort of that mixed with um, Richard Hell. Okay. And it just fit the bill, you know? Okay. You're a late night host? Well, it just, it's a, 
It's a feeling, it's a late night, it's an after hours uh, approach to the uh, to the sound. Got it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you w- wear a beret. Or today. today. Okay. That's just today. That's not a defining um, no, thing no. that you wear. Okay. Absolutely not, no. Okay. But, but it, it is green. green. So I guess okay. don't mess with me today, you know? Yeah. And you have a third eye. I have a high-grade um, studio set, like, uh, eyeball that I spent a pretty penny on and I attached to a pair of aviators right in the center of it. Um, oh, cool. And, and it's just, uh, I use it um, to see through. The, the bullshit. Yeah, just to, just to make sure I'm looking at someone when I'm talking to them, you know? Yeah. It'd be cool if there were aviators with three, three lenses for people with the third eye. Yeah, I could use a pair of trinoculars. I, I, I saw one time the round Lennon, John Lennon style glasses with a third one on top and they were being worn by uh, Prince. Okay. Yeah. But I couldn't find where to get my hands on a pair. Let me know. I don't know. But these are, the ones I'm wearing are working, so.
If I wrote the book, a classic Dick Heaven track. Yeah. What what book is this you're describing? Um. Well, it's a funny blend of maybe um how not to find yourself forced to engage in conflict so um, and also it's from the macro to the micro yep um and so it is applicable for large nations as well as couples. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Um, it's like a conflict resolution kind of book? For anyone or okay. anything. Okay. I'll, um, what's the title of that book? If I wrote the book. Okay, that is what the, okay, good, good. Yes, yeah. Where, where was Dick Heaven born? Um, northern Vermont for a while, and mm. there was some music made up there, some records made, and some enjoyment of of music, of influences, maybe, and then, um, then we we shuffled down to to New York City, and and performed there for a number of years, and that was the last time that anyone spoke to us. Northern Vermont. What do what do we? Yeah. We talk in uh, what's the north? Stowe. Is that Northern Vermont? What else is up there? Burlington. Burlington. Got it. Have you been there? Yep. I've been there. What happened? Yeah. I bought a pair of socks at a sporting goods store. And um, <laughs> I saw a what snake. Uh, purple. And okay. I, I, I saw a snake in Burlington. and um, <laughs> On the ground? On the ground. In a park by the water. A garter snake. A little, little, little buddy. A little tiny guy. Okay. Um... That's just, yeah. I no, he did. He wasn't trying to hurt me or anything. He was just, um, he was just going for a little slither. Yeah. Uh, I liked Vermont. I went. Speaking of heaven, I went to this. I mean, this chats about you, but I went to. Have you ever heard of a place called Dog Mountain? No. Oh, you sh you gotta go. You gotta go. Okay. It's amazing. Um. Yeah. This artist. I don't know if this is considered northern Vermont. Maybe it's southern Vermont. Uh, but it's um, made a church for dogs. And he uh, made oh. all... Yeah, made a church for dogs. But it's beautiful. And he made all these dog sculptures. And there's dog art uh, s surrounding the church. And you could take dogs there. Mm, I love that. You gotta go. I love when people, people just uh, do the thing, you know, on their... They just do it on their land or they just yeah. turn their place into whatever it is there's a a film that really encapsulates that beautifully that i watched in a 
theater in Burlington, Vermont, mm. many years ago, called uh, The Gleaners and I. Oh, seen it. <laughs> You've seen it? I have, yeah. Is that Agnes Varda? I like Varda? those people. Yeah, she just yeah. died. Yeah. Um, that kind of reminds me of that. Or, or when I drove through Nevada and there was a guy who, you know, out there, there's all sorts of Landias, you know, whoever you are, Landia. There's a lot of that stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, just sculptural places. Um, so I love cool. that. I love that. You yeah. got to go. It's in St. Johnsbury, Vermont. Ah. Yeah, it's kind of on the New Hampshire border. Like. Up in the Northeast Kingdom. And yeah, yeah. So you're are, are, you're a musician. Yeah, I. Yes. Um, there are sculptural elements to the the you know the the visual presentation, um, and that's always considered. And uh, maybe even sculptural um, you know, approach to the to the composition. Okay. I'm, but I'm definitely a musician. Sculptural. So, is your music about um, statues, or uh, what is you mean sculptural? Like, uh, what do you mean by that? I think the music is about maybe different ways to say f you, but I yeah. think that the but I think that the the sculptural element is more just in the, the you okay. want the, the the nerdy indoor inside. Yeah, I want the indoor. It's not it's not a new kind of weed. I <laughs> I um, create a little drum beat on a drum machine, and then just let it go for whatever I would watch the little ticker on the four track and, and then I rewind it and then I go and put on the keys or some chords or something um, and then I would go back and um, maybe start singing okay. and then whatever else some horns some guitars or something like that and, and, and very last the most fun thing you can do is to have a whole recording finished except for the bass and then go and just lay down the bass mm. and just have the song be led because this was kind of electro pop and and all points otherwise and it's just so fun to just to just group a, a bass part over a finished song and so in that way it was like it was um, the compositions themselves like all these tunes were not written before I started recording them so the there was an element of um, it's improvisational composition
first thing about how sculptors work. I don't think they improvise at all. They probably plan down to the, you know, every little aspect of the of it. But um, the way I did it, it was improvisational and it felt sculptural. That's very cool. Yeah. It's a penny whistle? What was that? That uh, was the no, no that was the nose flute. That was oh. the nose flute. <laughs> I've never heard of a nose flute. Oh. Well, luckily for us, there's a person who fashions himself a, a professional and has a whole collection of them and you can find his his exciting video <laughs> on YouTube. It's I'll great. Have to look that up. Yeah, yes. some some great images come up when you Google nose flute. In case, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll text one to you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a life-saving device the way this yeah. this girl has it up to her face, <laughs> or that it's like curing her asthma or something. Yeah. <laughs> good i can't believe i've never seen oh, one wow. of these things before yeah <laughs> yeah breathe anywhere that's what it should say it's good stuff yeah so you're and you're a one one man operation yeah yeah just uh the performances would be kind of uh a karaoke-esque event. I would usually leave out the solos and the vocals and just kind of, there would be a, a lot of movement. There would be a lot of, there's a lot of singing. There's mm. uh, I feel like I can start speaking in the present tense now that we're talking. Like, you know, this is, this is on, this is happening. You know, this is happening. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just kind of pick up that saxophone and you know, blow a little solo and then throw it over my shoulder and then I, and then, and then I, oh yeah, alto, saxophone, a busher is what I have. And then I uh, pick up that Telecaster and, you know, squeak out a few notes for that solo. And then I'm back to the chorus, hit the bridge, hit the chorus, boom, what's next? You know, and just, just really, um, uh, just kind of thriving in the in in the uh, up there on the stage. Um, I liked your use use of the word squeak to uh, talk about um, wailing on the sax. Or maybe that was you yeah. talking about uh, the Telecaster. Oh, the Telecaster. They they're both squeakable instruments for sure. Maybe the sax even more if you're as bad as I am. <laughs> but it's about the position of your right foot. If your right foot is out in front far enough, yeah, it doesn't matter how bad you are on the saxophone. So. That's a really good point. A lot of um, exuding confidence has to do with uh, your stance and how kind of wide your legs are set apart. Yep, the right foot out for the sax solos, and then all of my singing is um, just splits. I'm just doing the splits the whole time. So. Front or side? I kind of rotate. I, I, I'm front. I'll okay. Say front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you do a high kick? 
do a high kick. Um. Yes, I can do a high kick. Yeah. Backflip. No, I can't do a backflip. But I've done. A, I've put a lot of effort into my hamstrings, so I'm pretty proud of my high kick. Okay. Good. The. Uh, yeah. Poor hamstring runs in the family, and so <laughs> it's something I've really worked on. Huh. I don't know about, like, the muscle quality of the rest of my family in, like, a certain, a specific uh, part of my body. That's, that's yeah. good. That's good knowledge. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, that's, well, I was that's, close that's with my, my paternal grandfather, and we... Bonded over hamstring uh, strength. Yeah, bond, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
uh, if Dick Heaven was a place, how do you describe it? Heaven was a place. It would be both indoors and outdoors. That's it what. Would be, that's my issue yeah. with heaven is it's all outside. Mm mm. No <laughs> shelter, shelter from the storm. Good. Yeah. And the indoors. I mean, the weather's nice, but the indoors is um, because. Um, there's central heating. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sure, central heating, and um, I prefer a really good dehumidifier. Yeah. Also for the for the for the summer. Yep. Um, better than AC. I yep. really like those dehumidifier units that you can get that they just suck all that toxic humidity, humidity. away. Yeah, got, toxic I, humidity. I gotta yeah. get that. I gotta get that. And then um, you can just hear the silence mm. with it, you know, and it's visceral and it's funny. Silence is a funny thing. It's funny. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. Silence is a joke. And so yeah. there's speakers everywhere. There's speakers under your feet. Um, hmm. And... And there's speakers in in your throat, and it's just all being recorded. So some people, it's not for them because it's a little too uh, like now. There's no privacy, and everything is recorded all the time for no particular reason, hmm. and stored maybe in a large facility in the desert in Utah. Yeah, but it's not necessarily a bad thing in Dick Heaven. And it's maybe used for the purpose of uh, making joyful music. I want to go to Dick Heaven. There's a lot of different colors. It's hmm. pretty, pretty uh, rainbow friendly. If you could leave one color out of Dick Heaven, what would it be? Mauve, maybe? Mauve? <laughs> Challenging to say. Not quite sure what it is. It might be pronounced mauve. Mauve. It up already. Let's leave it Move. out. Move. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel a little bad about leaving it out, but I, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick. Stay confident about that. Okay. What would uh, Dick Heaven's uh, dream venue be on Earth? Ooh. Um. The dream venue would be the opposite of what I just described. Dick Heaven would be <laughs> the place for getting the work done. The dream venue would be a in motion. It would be in motion. It would be a giant bubble. Ooh. Uh, that that roved the ocean floor that that had it within it um a party yep and and just like boom just like rolling 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 on the ocean and and 
just gigs in, in every ocean. Indian Ocean Tour 2025, you know? Pacific Ocean Tour 2027. And just keep going. It would take going. a while to get to each ocean. Take a hell of a long time to get there, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, somebody's got to be maybe pushing it. I don't, I don't. I hate to have that be someone's job. I don't know. We're working on the, the aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> the hydrodynamics. Maybe you could just like employ a bunch like little sea creatures to kind of help you. Like mm. just get a little crab army, and they'll all kind of yeah. help to to push you along. That's some, a good call. Some sea anemones and. Um, I bet we could find. I think I can talk to my team. I think that we could find a frequency that would be like magnetic for them, where mm. they just attach to the exterior and push because it's like enjoyable for them because of that frequency yeah yeah and they're also like this doesn't happen every day so they're getting something you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is this what is this dick heaven in a bubble so that's fun for them too yeah
of all of all the noses in the world, if you could have a dream, um, like if you could have a duet with uh, someone, what was it called? The nose harp, nose flute. Um, if, if you could have a duet with anyone on the nose flute, just given like, you know, your love of they don't even have to play music, just like a, a love of their nose or who they are. Um, who would it be? Right. Um, it would be the proboscis monkey. Ooh. Yes. It's a good looking monkey. The proboscis monkey. Yeah. Um, wow. I would have to go with, yeah, I'd have to go with the proboscis monkey. I hope if anyone's listening to this, they're pulling up a picture. Wow. Love that. It's a yeah. good answer. Okay. I gotta buy one of these. I feel like I actually have good nostril strength, so you're inspiring me. Um, so thank you for that. They're easy on the wallet. Huh. So, I mean, couldn't you take a regular flute and put just put it to your, your nose, too? Um, maybe if you're Herbie Mann, but I, I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, I, I need this particular shape, I think. But I'm just a, you know, amateur saxophonist. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it could be done, but you might need glue or something yeah yeah that's a good tip for the people listening at home <clears throat> does um does dick heaven so you you said you haven't spoken to anyone in 15 years is that what you said i, I, I might have said yes <laughs> wow um it's amazing you still really have a grasp of um you know the English language, and you seem pretty socially, um, f you know, fluid, considering, uh, no, you're not socially fluid, socially um, skilled, considering that. That's, that's so good, good for you. Thank you. I, I have, um, I have a pretty vivid imagination, and I've just spent, you know, some, some guys, it's all push-ups and squats, you know? Yeah. But for me, um, it's, uh, it's just uh, more cinematic. I'm just uh, talking and, and touching and moving through my inner worlds um really um just to save my own life wow i it's uh i don't want to make it sound like anything you know mm -hmm. if you looked at me i probably would just be um just maybe in some sort of qigong pose just kind of you know staring a few feet ahead and just kind of calmly there, but 
I'm really, I'm really preserving all the things that you mentioned because um, I just kind of had a feeling that this would happen one day, you know? Yeah. Do you ever wail on your sex in a Qigong pose? Um, it's, I, I mean, it's the premier pose for, for, for breath, for, for, for breath motion, for, um, activating all those, all those muscles that you, that they're required to, to get the, uh, um, preferred squeaks, you know? Mm. So, yeah, you can do that. I, I don't know if I, do, I, I don't, I don't often mix business with pleasure in that way, but you, you could, I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure that your diaphragm would love you if you did. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I tend, you know, to have that right foot forward, and I tend to kind of, my back becomes more of a C, and I'm, my head is back, and the horn is up, and the spit is pouring onto my forehead. It's more, you know, it's, it's a little, it's gross. I am looking up photos of saxophone players, and a lot of them do have one foot forward. They're either have one foot forward, or they're leaning back, or both. So it sounds like, it sounds like you know what you're doing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know about posture with a saxophone. It's just scales. I, uh, but I haven't gotten any complaints yet. So you're you're wearing a beret now. Do you ever wear like a little pork pie hat? Because I am seeing that just after googling people playing saxophone. Oh, you don't. I you know. I most often wear a um, half face rubber mask with a rainbow mohawk when I Got perform. It. Okay. Okay. So it goes from the nose up. And there's and it's a bald head with a rainbow mohawk, all rubber. Amazing. Not a lot of room for hats. Got it. Got it. Got it. But uh, I'm not wearing that now, so I can fit the green beret on. Right. You're and, not. Uh, but you're in interview mode. You're not in performance mode. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm in interview mode. Yeah. That and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling. And I'm feeling energized by this conversation, but I'm not like a green beret, you know? You're not a part of the um, U.S. Army Special Forces, is what you're saying. No, I'm not a part of that. I'm not a part of any military-industrial complex. I'm just a uh, guy with a, a, a good memory, a four-track. And a song, and, and a song in his heart. Yeah, yeah, maybe one or two. Wow. That was that was gorgeous. Thank you. That was from my heart. Do you, is your sax around? Just if I could hear a little toot. If not, no problem. Um, I have part of it here, but I don't have the whole thing. But I can, I can do a little tooting. 
even just knowing it's in the in the room is good enough for me but yeah. i would like a toot if it if it'll you know produce uh, produce one i can produce one yeah okay yeah perfect yeah that's really good thanks that's really good um nightmare brigade what is uh another you know well-known dick heaven track um who who is in the nightmare brigade um who's who's in there freddy krueger people and various no just people yes and various other sentient beings that uh are because of um poor decision making are now forced to attempt a kind of healing rebellion when maybe it's far too late Mm. and the world is a nightmare oh god can you describe a, a recent nightmare you've had whether it's a waking nightmare or a one when you were sleeping uh a recent nightmare that i've had was that you didn't call me and and i continued for another 15 years to live out my waking nightmare that's one um and and then i think um i had a nightmare one time where i accidentally um shot an elder family member no that was the worst that was the worst nightmare i've ever had yeah i think that i remember yeah Damn, she got him in the in the hamstrings. Right in the gut. Damn it. Yeah. The the 38 special. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that ain't good. That ain't good. No. Still getting over it.
so you don't have any upcoming uh, upcoming shows. Well, um, I do have a Kickstarter for the glass bubble that roves the ocean floor. Yeah. I mean, I figure this podcast is going to hit tens of, I don't know, maybe, in a, you know, some people and, and we'll see, we'll see. But I, you know, I've been doing this for, for quite a while and lowering standards or doing something that feels icky, like, I don't, you know, I, I've played enough Taco Bells, you know, I'm just, I, I need to, I need to hold myself to a certain standard. So nothing maybe this year, but I think, I think that on the horizon, um, I think it'll happen. Amazing. I mean, I, I'll hap happily contribute to your Kickstarter GoFundMe. I mean, I think, you know, I believe in this ocean floor bubble project. I think we should get a proboscis monkey in there if we can. <laughs> That's a great idea. Why, why just one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sure they can dance, too. Yeah. Oh, they, of course they can dance. So maybe one stage left, one stage right, and... One in the yeah. middle, one in the back. One in the middle. <laughs> and then just kind of like some rubber bands and some nose flutes, and off yeah. they go. Rubber band, rubber bands. <laughs> How do you see the rubber band coming into play? I just see it holding the nose flute in place. <laughs> got it, got it. Okay, okay. So you're really, you're really getting in the weeds about how this is going to work. Good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the rubber bands, bands are built into the budget. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So I, I, and I assume that's all listed on the GoFundMe Kickstarter uh, in the description. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. Good. Yeah. Um, what are some of the gifts in the Kickstarter if, you know, um, for people who donate? Um, I will, if anyone will give, um, $45. I offer uh, 777 kisses. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it would take a while. But that, is that spread out over time or one, one kiss session? I'm all yours. It's, wow. it's whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have much else going on, you know? Um, <laughs> You've got time. I got, I got all the time in the world. I would say that 50 cents definitely will get you a nose flute. $10 and um, my complete discography. And is that enough? I, I think that that's what we have up so far. But Those, those are all amazing deals. Okay, good. I like yeah. that the levels are $45 uh, like, what did you say? Ten dollars and then fifty cents. Fifty cents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. It's it's. This is good to be bouncing this off someone because I just you know, just did this all on my own. So I'm not really sure, but seems like 
You're responding to it, you know? Uh, yep, you're you're describing it. I'm responding positively. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in it 100%. That's great. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm glad I, I'm glad I called. I mean, I'm surprised no one else is. You haven't even gotten a, like um like a solicitor give you a phone call. You haven't picked up to. See I don't pick is? those up. Okay, no, you don't pick no. those up. You don't pick those no. up. There's been some calls, but. Um, you don't you don't you use know. your voice. You just use the no, nose uh, nose flute. I just, just use the nose flute. flute. And I know if it's someone I want to talk to because the ring sounds like this. All other rings I ignore. I'm not former manager. No thanks. Different ring, you know? So I kind of ironed that out once I realized I was in it for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you've really got life figured out. Thank you. Yeah. Um, any any final final thoughts as um, before uh, I I leave you and your your nose your nose flute? Well, I don't have final thoughts. I just have thoughts to keep going and going. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I really really appreciate talking. And um, it's it's brought a lot of joy to me, and um, I hope that uh, to see you in the bubble. I'll see you down there, and I'll um, me and a proboscis monkey. will be we'll, we'll be <laughs> joining right. you. Arm in arm. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, one on each arm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>